happy Monday to you. <laughs> You're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom, and this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. Henceforth, ergo, we've been live on the air now for a quarter century. You can reach us at one 800 951 or you can head out to the Information Superhighway at www.allamericangold.com. Updated daily with news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. We are Article 1, Section 10 friendly of the U.S. Constitution. We recommend that people take a portion of what they work for their entire lives. And if everything you own shows up in a mailbox on a statement that you're counting on to function in your retirement, as you move on the path of life, you may rethink that and add some weight, add some heft, add some things that you can feel that are strong and have been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Yes, we're talking about real money. Real money for real people. Again, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The uh, economic machines are trying to get fired up. The cogs are starting to turn. People are scared to death, and nobody knows which way to turn. And I'm glad that you turned to us and allow us into your lives this morning. We'll try to disseminate all the information, hypothesize an attack plan, and we're going to prepare for the worst and hope for the best. I'm joined with Joe Jaquint, president of Patriot Trading Group and owner. He's in charge. If you have any complaints, you can reach him also at one 800 951 0592 if you want to order or tell me how great I am you can call and ask for me good morning Joe how are you doing <laughs> so you know what so funny? that's really kind of how it is around here <laughs> uh happy Mother's Day uh to all the the moms out there over the weekend uh we had a we had a nice little day with, with my wife yesterday happy birthday to my mother wow what day uh, today, today, today is her birthday. Uh, she hit uh, seventy-six. Man, today. Yesterday was my granddaughter Emma's birthday, and she was four on Mother's Day. So my daughter had put together a brunch and had a bunch of friends coming over. And uh, happy birthday, Emma. She's four, but uh, I kind of flaked on it all. I'm still. I've got Corona phobia. I don't really want to go into a room. I played golf a couple of times since this all started, but. Everything's outside. I never got within 10 feet of anybody, um, you know, which, you know, it's amazing how they do it, too. So some of the courses, they don't want you touching, like if the golf ball goes in the cup, they don't want people's hands in the cup, right? You can't do that. Now, some courses are doing it, but like the Biltmore, just raise the cup. So the cup sticks out like two inches over the ground. So when you putt, all you have to do is click the side of it, and then nobody touches it. But it is weird. Some golf carts, uh, one they only allow one person. Some courses don't care. And, again, this is the uh, conundrum that we're facing here in America right now is that some people just don't care. The uh, coronavirus, you know, they're, they're willing to accept that it's out there. They're willing to accept that it's a threat. They're willing to accept that they could get it. And I, get, and I understand that. People, life has to go on. People have to go to work. Living on Earth is hazardous to your health. But now when you look at the restaurants that need to be open, look at well, Disneyland, again, we kind of had a little fun with them Friday, but they opened today in Shanghai. Is today yesterday there? I think so. Yeah, I think it is. So so now for the first time in three months, the Chinese park became reopened by Walt Disney. While Mickey Mouse joined familiar Disney characters welcoming the crowds, the Shanghai experience will not be as it was. 
Instead of parades and fireworks, there are mandatory masks, temperature screenings, and social distancing for visitors and employees. So I guess you're not hugging men. No, no, no touching the characters, right. none of that stuff. Uh, the, the the rides, like every other spot, the 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 amount of people, there's no, you know, it's a loser now for Disney, uh, but they're trying to, to ramp up. the. There's no way. I heard that the, you know, the best rides at Disney, if, if you don't have a fast pass, right, you wait in there an hour, uh, maybe at, at, at the wrong time. Maybe you can wait as long as two hours. Uh, with the limited park uh, people allowed, I heard the longest wait was five minutes. Well, see, it has its... Uh has its appeal. Yeah, so I mean, but you do the math, they're like, okay, wait a minute, normally they should be waiting an hour to to ride Indiana Jones or waiting an hour and a half on Space Mountain, now they're only waiting five minutes. You know Disney's like, man, wow, that that's painful to the pocketbook. Disney's $5.5 billion Chinese flagship is the first of its six resorts around the world to reopen. Coronavirus has now killed more than 280,000 people globally, if you believe the numbers. The reopening may provide a glimpse into how Disney can begin to recover and how the rest of the world. The limited scope of reopening in Shanghai underlines the scale of this tremendous task. While it's welcomed more than 10 million guests in the first year after opening in 2016, the park now has decided to restrict their visitor numbers to 20% of daily capacity or 16,000 people far below the level initially requested by the Chinese government. Ooh, the commies own that. Well, the commies, China said they could have more people there. Disney said, eh, we're going to go with less. Even though the, the I think the government was going to allow them to have, I believe, 25,000. I guess they came up with this number. Well, now, I was listening to Kramer on Bubble Vision this morning, and he said that rest, New York restaurants and the social spacing and the tables are all spread out. He says, but now the law is that when you walk into a hotel, you have to fill out a questionnaire. Where have you been? Have you traveled? Have you been on a plane? And then they take your temperature. Do you understand? They don't even do that at the doctor's office. Well, to the, sit down and get a meal. Listen, the spying thing is a real deal. And when we get back, I actually, you know, I called my mom yesterday on Mother's Day. Uh, she lives in Syracuse. I will tell you what's happening in her neighborhood when we get back. Mike and the Mechanics, Monday, 11th day, May 2020, in the year of our Lord. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. How you guys doing? I hope you had a good Mother's Day, good holiday. I'm using the Shanghai Disneyland reopening as a... Uh, microcosm of what we're going to face here in the country and trying to do business. Joe tells me that his mother, she's up in Syracuse, they don't even allow him outside without a mask? Yeah, so, and you know, it's one of the things, too, that that is very interesting. It seems like every state, almost every city, uh, even all the way down to the actual business owner, everyone's got, like, their own policy, which has kind of led to, and I don't know if you're noticing when, if you're, well, you probably don't, but people that are out and about are telling me they're either, we're, we're in a confrontation or they watched a confrontation between what I'll say a mask wearer and a non-mask wearer that have been going on, uh, you know, in stores, at restaurants, wherever it may be, uh, people... 
people uh, getting angry if you're violating their social space and, and all of this other stuff. But I was talking to my mom yesterday and, and just asking her how things were going and whatnot. And she's, she's telling me all the rules up in Syracuse. And I'm like, oh, we don't have that. Like the golf, you know, golf courses never have been opened up there and, and restaurants, all this other stuff. But she said, you know, something weird happened in the last couple of weeks. And I'm like, well, what's that? She goes, somebody in our neighborhood is calling the police when she sees people out without a mask on. You can't just, walk down the just street walking to get in a neighborhood. I.e. walking to go get your mail. Wow. And 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 uh, there's the COVID spies out there now. And then, you know, you go out to our website today, allamericangold.com. Uh, there's an article in California where, where cities are hiring people to be spies, you know, to turn in their neighbors, to turn you in. And this whole, uh, what are they calling it, that tracing uh, the the tracing thing, contact tracing, contact tracing. That's just a fancy fancy word for saying we want to spy. We want to know everywhere you've been. We want to know everybody you've been in contact with. Right, everything they want to know it all. Well, that's what they're doing in the White House today. Which I'm still amazed they call it the White House. Shouldn't it be like neutral house or something? But uh, supposedly there's cases in there now. You got uh, Fauci. He's uh, self quarantined and few other people trump and pence apparently aren't well you know there's a plan out there federally uh through the uh state department the health department that they're looking to fill thousands of of these positions between 100 to 300,000 contact tracers they're saying could earn up to $65,000 a year and i guess these people would be uh you know somebody where hey Joe Schmuckatelli just tested positive for the coronavirus, and they turn it over to this contract tracer, and they're going to you know, dive into your whole entire existence and where you've been, everywhere you've been for the last month, and who you've come into contact with, and then those people get put on a list, and next thing you know, someone's got to ask them everywhere they've been. You see where it goes. Well, it's i got to tell you, that, I don't know how they're – so today we're, we're opening our restaurants here. In Arizona, the uh, the uh, the what hair salons and whatnot on Friday. So, but again, not one not one state has met the CDC requirement to open. So. Well, we definitely hadn't. Wall Street Journal did an article over the weekend. It's kind of been uh, deep sixed, but was an excellent point about protecting the older people in this country should be just as important as protecting the U.S. economy. I mean, it really should. We should have guarded the economy. It should have never shut down. That's why they've deep sixed the article. Should have never shut down. It was just, you know, that that we that it is just as precious as family members to be able to make a living and to be able to survive and be able to compete in this global society. The economy was every bit as important as anybody's life. Do you agree with that statement? I mean, is that is that a capitalist statement, Joe, or is that is that something that I think I, I believe in the statement? So. I mean, nobody wants to pass. Nobody wants family members to go, but uh, to shut down, shut everything down. Shutting down's not the answer, right? That's not the answer. That's not the solution to uh, to the problem. And when you look at it, you know, we have, we just had the worst jobs number in in the history of the country. And of course, I told you last week, even those numbers were a fallacy. 
right? They, they'd only took the first two weeks of April. Uh, the New York Times actually went through all the numbers from the uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics and what, they, what the government actually knows. They came out and told us that 20.6 million people had lost their jobs. According to the New York Times, the actual number from the Bureau of Labor Statistics is 42 million. How about that? 42 million. So you tell me, would we have been better off? Hey, we need to keep the economy open. But for the people at risk, we need to do you know, X, Y, and Z. Something to that effect. Uh, wouldn't have that been a better solution? And, and, and when you're sitting there and we're looking at where all of this is going to shake out, listen, we're still early here. It's way, way too early to for you to judge what the economic impact of what we have done comes to fruition. I mean, it, it's amazing to think about how much money we're going to spend and the fact that we're approaching 100,000 dead already. Well, Wall Street has calmed down, everyone. So like the president, well, let's just wait, you know, and uh, the Republicans, let's see, because Nancy Pelosi had two words for America, two words, think big. That's her bailout, the next or next, the next round of stimulus, think big. I have the article coming up later. But what's interesting is if you own a business, you need to think small. Boy, you got it. So now... Remember Neil Cash Carry, how he's come back? We used to call him Cash and Carry. He's now the head of the Minneapolis Federal Reserve. Right. He used to hand out the TARP. Yep. Remember the TARP? Yep. The how bailout you, money. You cover everything up. Isn't that what a TARP right. does? Just cover it up. It's the TARP payments. He says Americans should brace for even more gut-wrenching news on unemployment amid the coronavirus pandemic. And Congress should consider providing more help, said Federal Reserve Bank of Mini President Neil Cash Carry. The worst is yet to come on the job front, unfortunately, he said yesterday on ABC. They already know the number. He already knows the number. He knows the number. Describing the situation after data on Friday showed the U.S. unemployment surging to 14.7% and 20 million jobs. He said it's really around 24% of the people who are out of work today. And that this is a gradual recovery the way I think it's going to be. Those folks are going to need a lot more help, he said. The Fed has slashed interest rates to nearly zero and unveiled a raft of emergency lending programs, and they're all high-fiving each other today uh, about how great it's all worked, and maybe it has. I mean, equities haven't crashed. Gold is not, you know, 10000 an ounce yet. But unfortunately, if businesses have to think small, I, I hate to say it, that I agree with Nancy Pelosi. The bailout or the stimulus has to be think big. So, so far, what are we up to? $3 trillion and the Feds are at 7 Nobody knows the numbers. Cash carrier votes on monetary policy this year said the central bank would do everything in its power to ensure the financial system continues to run. But that fiscal effort will be needed to help tens of millions of unemployed workers for what is likely to be a very lengthy recovery. If this is going to go on for a long period of time, I think it's going to go on in some phases for a year or two. And I think Congress is going to need to continue to give assistance to workers who have lost their job. And very, I agree very, with that. very interesting to see here. Now that the restaurants are, quote-unquote, open with limited seating and whatnot. Yeah, who's going to make it? How long they stay in business, yeah. What's, what's the, the buffet? The buffets are done. Yeah, they're done. Like some Correct. fried green tomatoes or whatever that place was, soup salad or more or whatever. They, they decided they're done. They're not ever opening again. So 
So there goes the tomato guy, oh, salad guy. Sweet guys. tomatoes. Yeah, sweet tomatoes. Gone forever. Uh, you know what is so funny? The I saw this thing where the buffets, they're, 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 they're outlawed. Because you can't, you know, the people are going up and, and you're touching everything and all that stuff. And so they, they no buffets anywhere. And uh, some places are that did the buffet, they're going to do the, hey, we'll send a waitress to your table and you tell them what you want and they'll go get it and bring it back for you. Uh, but, of course, that defeats the purpose of the The best part about the buffet is you didn't need as many wait staff, right? right. I think it's just being a 10 by 10 plexiglass box with a hole, a hatch, and the waitress just throws it in the hatch. Here you go. <laughs> you guys can Down sit in the there hatch. and eat. Right? Then they can just fog it when you're done. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, listen, the, the, the virus is not abated. Um, here we're at, we rolled over, what, 11,000 now? But they had a massive testing thing going on out here which i don't get the testing i get the anti-body testing i like that and again now the news is kind of 50 50 if whether you whether can, that works or right, not whether you can recontract right. the device again or the disease but what's the point of testing i don't get it so let's say you test negative hey i'm all happy you walk into circle k the guy gives you a nickel and change bam you're infected 10 minutes later so what's the point what does it cover so I mean, or, it's not like now. Maybe I'm missing something. Are people being tested that the doctor's not saying, "Hey, you need to get a test"? Is that what's happening? I think it's well. I think it's people that want to know. Either way, I just want to get a test. Right? You got how many yeah. hypochondriacs live in this world? Oh, man, we got a few. A lot. Of I know. Them, so. Hey, I'm not going to mention any names, but <laughs> a, a, a few of my friends uh, have gone out and paid to get a test, and I'm like, why? Because I you. Your example is what I used. I go, the second you get the results back, as a matter of fact, the second after the test is over, it's invalid. If you put yourself in a bubble after that, right. you're fine. Hey, I don't got it. Let me go out and, and, and uh, you know, I'm going to go to the restaurant. I'm going to go to the bank. I'm going to do this and that, right? I mean, I don't know. I miss growing up in a world where you could get rid of anything with a shot of penicillin. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world we grew up I, in. You can do I, anything world, you now, want. Me, yeah. no, here's what I grew up with: castor oil and Vicks. I <laughs> well, mean, that was that was it. As, I mean, as you got older. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Monday. I was, uh... <laughs> yeah, we can get rid of that, Eric. Don't worry about it. So, so now in the world, we got to scrap parades and fireworks, like in. Uh, Shanghai. So no Fourth of July fireworks. Yeah, no, that's it. I'm still on uh, Disneyland Shanghai. Oh, okay. I'm trying to show people that this is what we're facing here in America. Well, I guess they so. save some money that way without the parades and the fireworks. Well, that's true you too. Know, so there's a savings. But again, only a twenty percent capacity. Now you got to take the two hundred dollar ticket in Anaheim and make it eight hundred. Eight hundred bucks. Or why open? You see, no. Business, unless you're government subsidized, which I believe they're counting on, uh, unless the government's going to subsidize your inability to to uh, fill up your business by law, that the only way to compensate is to raise prices. That's it. So, then the guy. I mean, I still don't get it. I'm. You think people will go to Disneyland? I don't know. I was listening again to Kramer this morning, and he was talking to one of the guys, and he goes. Norwegian cruise lines got upgraded. I don't know how. And he says, well, let's grab our wives like we did before a couple years ago and take a cruise. And the guy says, uh, 
No. No. <laughs> How about no? How about no? So, Zhang Zhongu, a 29-year-old pass holder. That's not his real name, but it's the only way I can pronounce it. A 29-year-old Disney pass holder who visits and visitor who works in importing said the things he missed most about the park were the shows and the parades. So I'm a little disappointed, but there's nothing we can do. So I think people are going to feel that way this 4th of July here in America. I think in general here in America we've got a tremendous hill to climb. And they got to get through it. And the only thing that, in my mind that's going to save it is, A, everybody gets infected, or B, there is a vaccination. Anything in between is going to be mass and intense financial pain, physical pain, spiritual, moral. I mean, people are really struggling. And this is real. J.C. Penney is preparing now to file bankruptcy protection. Plans to permanently close a quarter of its 850 stores. You see, see Nordstrom's, Nordstrom's, who isn't filed for bankruptcy, at least not yet anyway. Uh, they announced store closures. Neiman Marcus filed for bankruptcy. I mean, the list just keeps going on and on and on. Well, no pity party. No pity party here. We're just going to take a look at the fundamentals. Try to get them back out. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And we're upholding the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly, grassroots activist, author of 27 books, and articulate voice for traditional values for more than 70 years. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Have you ever wondered why the Democrat establishment would rather work against Bernie Sanders than with him? Bernie's policies, after all, are what these leftists have been talking about for decades. Why wouldn't they combine the grassroots support of Bernie with the billions of dollars held by the elites? The answer is simple. Bernie really means it. That set off alarm bells with those who push similar policies just to attract votes against Republicans. Bernie really will go after billionaires and Wall Street, which happens to be where many liberals get their wealth. However, the Bernie Sanders of the world are on the rise because Donald Trump proved that the power of the billionaire class has been broken by a return to the grassroots. That's true for Democrats as well as Republicans. Tom Steyer spent over $250 million of his own fortune on his campaign and didn't win a single delegate. Bernie raised $34.5 million in the fourth quarter last year with an average donation of only $18.53. The have-nots fueled his candidacy, and the Democrat establishment is running scared from them. The scariest part of the whole thing is that Bernie can create a grassroots army under the banner of these radically leftist policies. The rising tide of socialism is something no conservative can afford to ignore. Bernie is paving the way for others to challenge the fundamental American institutions we all hold dear. The Electoral College is under attack. The free market system is one of Sanders' biggest targets. The Second Amendment will be more at risk than ever before. And the sanctity of human life will be challenged by those who hold nothing sacred. This is what's at stake if we ignore grassroots socialism. Now is not the time to stick our heads in the sand. We must educate ourselves on the issues and prepare to engage a new generation in a way they can understand. The fight against socialism may be confined to the Democratic Party for now, but it's only a matter of time before they take over their party and come after conservatives. Let's take action before this happens. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report with Ed Martin, president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. These culturally relevant commentaries, along with videos, columns, and bulletins, are waiting for you at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Plus, you can find, follow, and share our work on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Yes, ma'am, back. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Hope this finds you well. You know, we're all groggy after Mother's Day, and I uh, just took it easy all weekend. Glad to be here with you. White House Trade Advisor Peter Navarro today slammed the weekend reports about the nation's record job losses from the coronavirus pandemic as a pity party and insisted that the current economic crisis is not the Great Depression. Anybody who thinks this is a Great Depression doesn't understand either history or economics, Navarro said on Fox News. Now, he should have said anyone who listens to Eric Cedarstrom knows that this is not the Great Depression. This is Argentina, Brazil-style runaway hyperinflation coming. Well, you can argue if that's better or not, right? I mean, we don't know. But this is what's going to happen when you monetize any economy and print money at will. Over the weekend, two of President Donald Trump's key economic advisors told news programs that the unemployment rates were at least to 20% to 25%. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin told Fox News' Chris Wallace that the true unemployment rate could be as high as 25%. And Kevin Asset, Trump's senior economic advisor, told CNN that the unemployment rate will likely be at 20% in the next report. National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow, boy, you know, remember him before he became a, a Trump guy here, that he was the cheerleader through the 08 crash, you know, in denial they just paraded him. Remember, Cudlow was well, on. Well, listen, Larry Cudlow was at the whole heart of supply-side economics, right? This, the whole thing about uh, getting uh, globalism started, Larry Cudlow was, was there all along, uh, massive deficits. And, you know, this is the thing that these guys don't want to talk about, right? I heard the Treasury Secretary today, because, again, remind you, like, they're all telling you about this unemployment number. See, they already know the number. They knew the number they gave out on Friday was was just not accurate. Lie, right? It was just BS. But 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 so what? Who cares? They and put five hundred points right, on the Dow, which did, is what they right? were trying to do. Steve Mnuchin, he felt. Listen, I wanted you to know this, Eric, because you know he's such a great guy. You know he's only a billionaire. Uh, he's very comfortable with the fact that they're going to add three trillion dollars to the national debt in three months. Because you know why. Because rates are so low, so therefore it's just fine, right? right? Like you don't have to pay the yeah. principal back, yeah. right? Like right. that doesn't matter. There's no interest on it, yeah. so so yeah. So I it's fine. Well, Trump said I, the same thing. I, I feel very comfortable. Right. The problem is, what about the three trillion the next quarter, or the three trillion the quarter after? Well, they're going to have to do or it. the three trillion the quarter after that. Well, you know, it'd be one thing if the uh, country had savings and real money, right? Okay, but it doesn't. So Larry Kudlow argued all this on ABC News that there's a glimmer of hope. Under the unemployment reports, as 80% were furloughs and temporary layoffs. Great- uh, that number's a lie. Uh, that number, as of last week, was already at 70, it was down to 72% in falling. The Great Depression was a 10 year process that came out of the end of World War One, according to Cudlow. Went through inflation and then a deflation cycle. So- After World War One, I, I mean, we had the, ro- the roaring 20s. Right before the Great Depression, but okay, yeah. So, accompanied by the catastrophic applications of currency trade, fiscal and monetary policy, and it lasted a very long time. Oh, Navarro said today, 
President Donald Trump built up the strongest, most beautiful economy in three and a half years before the Chinese Communist Party dropped the virus on the world within 60 days to shut us down. What we all need to do here is focus on the mission, the original mission. Trump's bringing manufacturing onshore, he added, and if the American people start making things, we will move forward in a way where we will rebound. We need to focus on what's in the future here, and it's a bright future. What a crock of crap. I'll use Apple as the prime example. Apple's moving some production out of China, Eric. They are. Yeah, where are they sending it? Mexico? In- India. India, yeah. Because they wanted to get into the Indian market. India has right. a small unemployment yeah. problem. Yeah. What was it the other week? 122 million. You know, and, and, and anybody, listen, I get I'm all for cheerleading, okay? Right? Get the crowd pumped up. Get, a, get everyone clapping. Get them all excited. I get it. But the reality is the last place the manufacturers are going to come back to is the United States. Well, we need to. But it's the last place. Let me tell you something. I'll give you a prime example. A couple of months ago, my son-in-law's Cody Pinkerton, by the way. If you have weeds growing in your front yard, call him Pinkerton Landscaping, 480-201-2011. There's a shameless commercial That is absolutely shameful. He's a good kid, though. He works hard. I like Cody. He works hard. So... Anyway, his F-150, the fuel pump. Now, fuel pumps, when I was a kid, were attached to the front of the motor. You could swap them out. Seven bucks later in your Chevy, you were down the road. took 25 minutes. Well, they got the brilliant idea to stick them in fuel tanks. So now they're in the tanks. In, which, in the actual in gas tank. In the fuel tank. tank. That's where the fuel pumps are now. And So ATD back here, another shameless plug. Craig says, all right, well, the fuel pump's bad in the F-150. And I said, okay. He goes, well, we can put a cheap Chinese one in, but the labor is expensive to pull the fuel tank. He goes, 79 bucks. You can call Rock Auto and get a cheap Chinese fuel pump, the cheapest of all. I said, yeah. And he says, but, you know, I'm not going to, if it fails, that you'll have to pay the labor to swap it all back to move the tanks. And, and he says, half the time they don't work when they show up. So when you get them. For seventy-nine bucks, they're even going to work at all, which is very frustrating in the Chinese parts. Or could go with an AC Delco part. Okay, I like that. Mm. It's a little bit more. What does that sound like? Two hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Or you can go with the Ford Made in America part because the AC Delco part's Chinese, but it has the big name behind it. So it's probably the same as the seventy-nine dollar pump. Or you can go with the Ford pump, made in America, $750. So you could buy 10 Chinese ones right. that have a 50-50 shot at working. working. Or one American one that will work. See, see the mat- now that AC Delco one, that's probably 200 and some dollars. Which one do you think I right, went with? Right. I'm a common sense guy. Which one? Uh, AC Delco. That's exactly which one I went with. It's an American brand name. Boom. It's not made here, right? Put it in. That one was probably made in Mexico. You know what I'm saying? Three days later, the truck's on a tow truck. <laughs> <laughs> three days the AC Delco pump lasted. See, it's the difference. For $300, it works when it shows up. We just don't know how long, how long it's, it's going to work. Here, I'll give a, a – who was it? Stiller died. Is it What's his name? First name? Jerry oh, Stiller. Jerry Stiller. He passed away. Funny guy, but – a Seinfeld thing, yada, 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 72 hours later, $750 Ford fuel pump. <laughs> so all told, you're out of grand. Yeah, yeah. So if you want it to work and keep working, you got to buy American. But buying American is very expensive. 
That's why they created commie work exactly. over there. They love it. Right. And now it's so funny. I, I listen to all this. We're moving to Vietnam or we're moving to <laughs> India. And I'm like, okay, it still doesn't solve our problem. Well, the nice thing, you can't go on strike in China. No, you can't. They push you off the top of the building. All right. This you is, you this 10 is, people, go up to the top. Everybody take a lunch break and watch us throw these people 80 floors off the top of the building. Anybody else want to strike today? Get back to work, Cratchit. one 800 So we're not heading into a depression. No, no, children. We're heading into runaway inflation. The only way you're going to be able to stay open. And don't worry, if you don't have the money, the government will make more. We'll get it out to you. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Monday. Yada, yada, yada. We'll be back. and denouncing a restaurant that allowed large crowds to pack in for Mother's Day Rush Sunday in violation of the state's safer at-home mandates in place to curb the spread of coronavirus. These restaurants are not only breaking the law, they are endangering the lives of their staffs, customers, and community. Deputy Press Secretary Shelby Wyman said about the CNC Coffee and Kitchen, which opened for the holiday rush Sunday, the Denver Post said this morning, The state's health order says restaurants can't offer dine-in services until May 26th at the earliest, although takeout and delivery orders are allowed. According to the reports, the restaurant's owner, April Arellano, had said she would be out of business if she didn't do something. But observers said social distancing was not being enforced, and many customers were not wearing masks. It was unbelievable. A resident who had gone to pick his food up but instead took a picture of the crowd before leaving and without paying for his order. I wasn't even going to eat the food, even if I had gotten it, they said. There's your narc. There you go. Turned him right in. Yep. So That's what you're going to get. And, and, and you know what? I, I, at a certain point, where's the line? Right? I mean, driving to work every day, driving a vehicle is hazardous to your health. Right? So so where's the line? Right? What? Why Why this virus and not that? What? Where do we go from here? And this is what I'm saying. This whole thing, it's about freedom. It's about going out and making the decision that, you know what, no matter what happens, life's got to go on, Eric. Could be a test of the emergency communist system. I'm telling you. This whole little contact tracing thing, I mean, this is just spy on your neighbor to the nth degree. I'll tell you what's scary. This is scary. There's a picture of this thing. Have you seen the robot dogs? I mean, the the AI, the artificial yeah. intelligence dogs. They can do amazing things. They can. You can't knock them over. I mean, there's something. Now, a robot dog that operates on an artificial intelligence platform is patrolling parks in Singapore to enforce social distancing guidelines. I mean, this is right from the Jetsons. Imagine having the dog with the. It's not Astro. Steel jaws <laughs> coming at you. I mean, wow. Would that scare the hell out of you, dog? What does it do? Come up and go, Rero, you need to move away from each other. My name is Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Raggy, get away. <laughs> I don't know. What does he do? I'm sure it doesn't. Scooby How does a dog patrol a park 
does it come lift its leg on the bench or something? <laughs> Get away from me. So the robot walks through the park with, Oh, and broadcasts a message that asks people to keep their distance from other during the coronavirus pandemic. His name is Spot, and he's outfitted with cameras. But officials say their only purpose is to determine how many people are in the park. Yes. Yeah, no, no, no personal data yeah, will Don't be worry. Collected. Don't worry. We're not really spying. Japan... See, we're all becoming Asian. Now we take pictures of everything. Remember, only the Japanese tourists that came to Scottsdale, you know, they always had the Nikons hanging around them. And now we've all turned into that. We all take pictures of everything. That's so, all anybody does now. You see something, people just get their phones out and start recording. That's it. And really for the last two years, any any group photo or crowd photos from Asia or Japan always had a smattering of people wearing masks. Yep. And, you know, long before this. Long before. So, but now everybody wears them. And, well, and again, you, you bring up the, the, the restaurant there in Colorado Springs, right? This is what uh, we're talking about. Half of the half of the people out there applaud this guy that, that took the picture. Oh, yeah. I'm not eating the food, blah, 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 blah. The other half applaud the restaurant owner. Right. This is the conundrum we're in. The virus doesn't care. We're going to find out who wins. New study from UC Berkeley finds... <laughs> Berkeley. can't believe I'm reading a study from UC Berkeley. I wonder what side that got slanted on. That if the United States adopted Japan's approach to the virus, new infections would drop by 90%. Japan never implemented a nationwide lockdown, as many restaurants and businesses remained open, yet they managed to keep its death rate from coronavirus at a mere 2% of that of the United States adjusted for population the reason residents practice serious social distancing in public and always wear a mask this is the conclusion of an in-depth study conducted by Dekai, an american computer scientist who was joint appointed at berkeley's international let me tell you this how many studies have we seen how many models how many predictions not one of them is worth the paper it was printed on well i'll tell you how come Literally 30 days ago, the official White House statement was, you don't need a mask. Yeah, it doesn't do any good. That you know, they We're reading all the reports. Yeah, you don't need a mask. Cause you know why? Because yeah, there, there weren't any. There weren't anybody. Now, wear a mask. It's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. So, But people don't wear them. They don't wear them here. So I don't know. I, I don't know where it's we're It's gained in popularity. See, you're not out as much as I am. A lot more people wearing masks out here than was before. And, again, it goes back to what I'm saying. Half the people are, are on that side of the fence. The other half of, the, of us out there are like, hey, we got to reopen the economy. Everyone go back to work. And- see, if you get it, I'm going to get it. And I've been locked down. I haven't been in a store now. It'll be eight weeks tomorrow. You know what I'm, I got Isn't that weird? You know what I so- think? I think the exact opposite. If Between the two of us, if one of us is going to get it, you're going to get it and give it to me. I'm going to get it at home? Yep. I don't go yep. anywhere. Oh, Lori no. could kill me. So yeah, see the grandkids, see Lori, the the your 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 daughter, your son-in-law. I mean, it, it. There's no way to sit there in isolation like that. It just doesn't work. Your son was in a gym the other day. <laughs> That's death. That's death. An underground. I don't know what he's talking about. My son was not working out. See, this is right here. You don't need to go anywhere else. Every answer, every point of view is right here. Patriot Radio News Hour. 
We've got some gold pieces this morning, too, oh, if you want to oh, add some. Joe made a heck of a special. Oh, we do. So. We'll, we'll talk about what that is in the next segment. Uh, get your dialing fingers ready. It's one of those ones where we always tell you this is why you wait for Patriot Trading Group before you go by from the other guys. We'll be back. Final segment coming up. There's other guys somewhere? Well, the stimulus has been on hold now, what, almost three weeks. Gold's been flat. Wall Street's rallying. Yeah, everything's going to be fine. U.S. Homers, homeowners are sitting on $19 trillion in home equity, but nobody's going to be able to tap it. The lucky ones who have already set up credit lines, there were $577 billion on, on home equity credit lines when all this started. I'm telling you, if uh, you have one, uh, hammer it. Put it in the bank, change, swap it over to another bank, because if this once this buy gets the open... Buy gold special today. Yeah, buy the gold special, move it around, put it into something tangible, they'll close it. They'll close it. It's what they did. It's what they did in 08. Credit line, credit card companies, everything are starting to cut them all. So everyone else, lending standards now are tightening, and that the potential windfall is closing down quickly. There are lenders that are shutting off their home equity lines altogether and are increasing the pricing for cash-out loans, said Logan Masami, senior manager at AMC Lending Group in Irvine, California. It's very problematic for those that might have equity but don't have a home equity line. About 14.5 million U.S. homeowners out of 54.7 million were considered equity-rich in the first quarter of 2020. Nobody really knows where that's going. You don't have the tremendous amount of homes hitting the market because people don't want to put them on the market and have uh, COVID-19 right? infected people come walk through their What kitchen. did they touch? They touched everything, right? right? I mean, so... It's really hard to get a feel for. My wife, Lori, she's busy. Um, homes that are priced right and are hitting the market are selling. So go figure. It's, it's the truth. Go figure. I know. <laughs> Trump's bashing of China, though, is really starting to scare some people. But again, you know, they use the, the fuel pump, the Ford fuel pump example. You really want to bring manufacturing back here? This is what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. They have to do it. They have to bring at least a major portion of medical and food supply chains. And Do you know that that, uh, that Asians own 30 million acres of farmland in America? It's incredible. 30 million farm. acres. They need to take that back from them. Another story we haven't them. gotten to. Yeah. So when Joe came across a little stash, there's not very many of these, of some certified gold, MS-63, which is a considered That's- collector value it's something that's encapsulated authenticated and certified uh normally these have you know in a 63 grade i remember at 500 dollar gold that you couldn't touch these for under two grand so with where we're at today it's just incredible low premiums uh ms 63 st gaudens what do you want to do with those 2035 so 2030 that, that's the same price 2035 that's the same price as the circulated 20s that we normally sell if you know if you go out to allamericangold.com this morning you'll know notice there's not a circulated saint or a circulated lib on our website cuz we can't even get them you're going to go up eight grades uh mint state 63 cents for Saint Gordon's 1035 bucks I haven't had a saint, by the way, I haven't even talked about it on the website. We have not had saints on the website in over three weeks. People buy them, they love them, because in 1907, Teddy Roosevelt 
commissioned Augustus St. Gaudens, and they redesigned the coinage to the Walking Lady Liberty. And the coin was always known right up to gold confiscation in 1933, named after the designer. It's a St. Gaudens gold He died right as they were being commissioned out, you know, getting out to the public. So they named the the coin. Yeah, he 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 died in... in, uh, Oh, seven. 2035. How many do we have? Uh, 75. 75 available. Call 1 800 and get a trade number. Lock them in. You can put them on a credit card, mail a check, however you'd like to handle the transaction. We will procure them on your behalf. Oh, on behalf of everybody, on behalf of uh, Monday, we made it through an hour. We'll be back Tuesday. Good Lord willing. Take care. Try to have a great day.